0: Good morning. Thank you for. I'm so happy to see so many faces, and um, I love to pride myself in saying I'm not much of a crier, but this is a little different. So you'll have to forgive me if I'm verklempt. (sighs) Yes, Diane has tissues. Thank you, girl band. Thank you for all. Thank you for that beautiful music. I'm so happy. Um, My topic today is on totally submitting to God. In other words, be completely sold out for Christ. As I was preparing to talk, God put Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 on my heart, which reads, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. I had had a dream for teaching for as long as I can remember since I was a little girl. And then during my sophomore year in high school, I virtually changed my mind seemingly overnight. I remember saying, or I remember hearing that teachers were underappreciated and underpaid and all of that, all of that. I remember saying, I'm going to make money. And I have no idea what that even meant, but that's, that's what I was going to do. Um, And ultimately that's actually what I did do. Um, So it worked out wonderfully because if I had gone on to college after high school, it would have been purely an academic disaster. I was ready, I really was ready to work and to make money and to spend money. And that's what I did for a little while. So I worked for 10 years as a legal assistant in Boston, and then closer to home eventually. And I did make some money, and I had working in Boston for a time. And after several years, I took another legal assistant job close to home. And it really wasn't a great experience, and in a short period of time, I realized that um, this, was, this wasn't the place for me, and I, I, really, shouldn't, I really shouldn't stay working there. Um, I had just been saved at 27 years old when I was, when I was at this less than desirable job. And early on in my newfound relationship with Jesus, God was teaching me to trust and obey Him. To back up a little bit, two years before I got saved, I had this insatiable hunger to know God, but I was not at all acknowledging Christ. Um, over time, over the two years, I was um, I got fed up with metaphysical teaching. Um, and New Age ideas that really just left me feeling stale and not knowing the truth. So I remember I I genuinely prayed to God, and I just asked him to show me who he really was. And he did. Almost immediately, he revealed who Jesus was to me. And then my true faith journey began. Back to my less than desirable job. I was working—oh, sorry— Back to my less than desirable job I was working at. I was reading a blog post by a, a Christian blogger who really was instrumental in my um, in my early walk with Christ. And in this post, she challenged readers to pray bold prayers. And her challenge was to ask God to show you the impossible. And that challenge did something in my spirit. And I remember really genuinely crying out to God, saying, "Okay, God, show me the impossible. And he did. Once again, by that afternoon, I had gotten laid off from that less than desirable job. (laughs) Ask and you shall receive, correct? (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, It was terrifying, though but freeing all at once. And I didn't realize it, but what I was doing was asking for God's will to be done. And this, um, besides submitting my life to Christ, this was the next big step of submission that I would actually have taken. Although at that time, I couldn't have articulated that to you, but I can now. Okay, okay. Now that I'm laid off, now what? <laughs> over the next 14 months god made it crystal clear that he wanted me to go back to school for education this was a profound encouragement and also a surprise because for a long time i felt that i had missed my window of opportunity to make that happen but that wasn't true that was my erroneous thinking and god was faithful to reveal what he what his plans were for me god did have different plans Isaiah 55, 8 through 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. And as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. I hadn't quite known the next steps yet, but I kept seeking the Lord's direction. And this is what the Lord has shown me. Take steps of faith and be ready to pivot. So just keep that in your brains for a minute. I remember continually praying about which direction to move, which school to apply, which job should I take, because I still needed a job um, while while I was going to school. So I eventually called a temp agency on the North Shore. I had rationalized that I would go to school at Salem State Salem State I knew would take all of my credits, because at that point I had been out of school for so long, and Salem State, um, they might still have it now, but they had a policy then where if you were graduated for three years, then basically your slate was was wiped clean, which was great for me, because I was definitely, I, I talked about being at a less than desirable job, while I was definitely like a less than desirable student, and so <laughs> I definitely could not have like, gone to the college of my choice, so I knew this about Salem State, and that was great. Um, <laughs> so... Um, so, so that was my reason for contacting the temp agency on the North Shore because in my brain, I had, I had this grand plan. I was going to go to school at Salem State North Shore while I should get a job on the North Shore so that my back and forth time would, um, wouldn't be too bad. Okay. My mind was made up and stubbornness ensued. I put up tons of boundaries without even thinking of consulting my heavenly father. Nope. I will not work in Boston again, too far, the train costs too much money, been there, done that. Temp agency mentioned a job that was down on 495, way, way, way further out west than I was willing to go to and for a little pay. Nope, all done. So this went on for a while until I finally hit a wall. And God, in his great love and mercy, gently pointed out, that I was not seeking him in the details. And I felt this in my spirit because I thought that I had received the big-picture message that I was, that was enough of my needing to acknowledge him, you know? Like, I had been saved, okay, I'm going for education, great, thank you, God. I'll I'll do the rest. (laughs) But God is so good. He's so good, and he really, he was so gentle with me. He wasn't angry. It's so good. Um... So remember the scripture that I had pointed out, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. He will show, seek his will in all, that, re- that really is the key word, in all you do. And he will show you which path to take. So the key here, again, is all. Um, and it's really because our Heavenly Father just cares about us so much. And he's in the details, and he created the details, and he wants to be involved in them. Yet he is such a gentleman, and he will back off if you do not let him in. But, man, he wants to be in them. And it is so much better if we just let him in. So here's another scripture to take, <laughs> to, take to heart um, for me, especially. Maybe you, but definitely me. Proverbs twelve fifteen says... A stubborn fool considers his own way the right one, but a person who listens to advice is wise. And don't we have the most wonderful counselor? Do we not? Why wouldn't we seek him? He's so wise and he's so good. Seek him. Don't be a fool. I don't want to be a fool. I don't want to be a stubborn fool. It's really hard. It's so much easier when we just listen to God and do things God's way. (laughs) And I'm not perfect at this yet. I'm, let me just be totally transparent with you. I make mistakes all the time, but man, God is so good. And he will remind me and give me little nudges like, hey, you should invite me into this. And, and it's, it's so good. It's, he's, it's so good. He is so good. So, okay, Lord, now I'm listening. Send me anywhere you see fit. I will take the job in Boston or that low-paying job way out west that I did not want to go to. Once again, I raise my hands up to heaven And I asked God for his will to be done. Once again, full out submission. I remember going, oh, I need to preface this. There are some young people in the room. So this was back in 2011, before you could just go online and fill out job applications online. So I remember going into a local strip mall in North Andover. I live in North Andover. And I literally walked into every single store and got paper applications. And I was ready to fill out every single application and apply for any job and go anywhere that God wanted me to. Because I hadn't heard from my temp agency in a little bit, I said, okay, God, if you have a different plan for me, I'll do anything you want. So, so any, a grocery store, a retail job, I'll even be a waitress. I always said that I would never be a server because I was always so concerned about carrying a big tray of food. I was like, I'll do anything you want, anything you want. So <laughs> I hadn't heard from this temp agency in a while in a few days, and like I said, I told God I'd work anywhere, for any small amount of money, anywhere he wanted me to go, and I just asked him to make the path clear. What do you think he did? And he did. Before I could fill out even one of those applications, the temp agency called me the next morning about a job that was less than two miles down the road, so I interviewed, and I took it. And I was so happy and excited, but I'm telling you, I was willing to go anywhere, and I would have gone anywhere. And he's so good. He had something else for me in mind, and I just needed to invite him in. He just wanted to be invited in, and I did. And I'm so happy I did. Um, so the amazing thing about God is that he holds our lives in the palm of his hands, right? And he's a good father who loves to give good gifts. But he is so good that he'll only give them to us at just the right time. And truly, he was just waiting for me to acknowledge him. He's just waiting for us to acknowledge him and invite him in. Just invite him in. Because he's tr- he truly desires a relationship with us. And that means being in communion with him in prayer and in his word. Right? Invite him in. He's your best friend. He's your, he's your God and he's your savior. But he, he's your best friend. And, I mean, a wise, wonderful counselor. Let's invite him in. So trusting, and trusting in him fully with with every detail, the small, small ones, because nothing is too big for God, but nothing is too small for him, and he cares about everything else in the midst. He's so good. Um, So I want to go back to my point about moving with a readiness to pivot. I believe God would rather have us take steps of faith in obedience to his call on our lives, rather... Than have us wait on knowing every single detail. We should we should take right or st- a step we should take exactly. So I moved in one direction, remember North Shore, but God had something else in mind, and that was okay. He wasn't mad at me. He steered me in the direction in which he wanted me to go. So I really truly believe that God was was seeing me and seeing me take steps of faith. And so I was going in one direction, you know, thinking in my brain, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And he just went, that's okay, daughter, just back this way. And that, and, and, this is, and it's so good. And I just, I just really want, I want that to resonate with you, that he wasn't mad at me for having to pivot. And if you have to pivot in some area of your life right now, he will, he will pivot you. And he will do it lovingly and gent- gently and wisely. Trust him, but take steps of faith. And just allow him to move you as he sees fit. (sighs) Ultimately, God put me at a job in a different location than I had anticipated. And at a different school than I had anticipated. Because God knew better. He was showing me what it meant to be totally submissive to him. And to be an obedient servant. God kept me close to him in prayer. And in his word... Shortly after taking a job in Andover, God revealed the next step. And when I say shortly after, I actually mean about a year. Um, So in the grand scheme of things, it was short, right? But, you know, I'm not sure how many A-types are there in the the room. But I'm very A-type, and I love for things to happen like yesterday. And God doesn't always work that way. And that's okay, because his timing is perfect. So I was still pretty set on attending Salem State for my education. In fact... I, my enrollment was all set for the fall of 2012. And did I talk to you about those pesky community colleges? I didn't, I don't think I mentioned that. So I was, did I mention that? Okay. So I I remember being dead set against going to a community college because when I graduated from high school in the year 2000, I can remember hearing horror stories about people going to community colleges and then like, like not even half of their credits would transfer and it was a disaster. So that was what was in my brain. But while I was talking with a co-worker one day, I mentioned that I was going back to school, and she asked me where, so we conversed about it, and she pointed out that she was attending Northern Essex and Haverhill. So I told her my concerns with the whole credit th- the, the credit's not transferring, and she assured me that this was not the case anymore. So she highly encouraged me to, to look into it, and she did get me thinking, and God got me thinking. And I prayed on it, and I asked more questions, And I contacted the college, and God made it clear that this is where I should be. It was great, actually, because I was only working minutes from home, and now I was only working about 20 minutes away from school, and it was wonderful. God is good and continued to give me confirmation of the steps he had me take in the direction of his choice. Once it came time for me to prepare to transfer, right, so now I'm at community college, time for me to go. Do you think I had learned my lesson by this point? <laughs> and totally submitted my plan to God? <laughs> um, well, if you say yes, I thank you. And if you, and, and if you, if you say no, you're probably right, but you're both, you're both a little, you're both kind of right. Um, it was kind of a yes and no. Like, yes, kind of, but not, not quite. However, um, I did have a particular school in mind to transfer to after Northern Essex, but he hadn't started, but I hadn't started the application process yet. In talking to an advisor at Northern Essex about my classes for the following semester, she mentioned something about applying to Merrimack College, and I remember totally zoning out, because in my brain I was like, I am not going to a private school. There's no way I'm gonna pay for that. I'm only going for education. I'll never make that kind of money back. So, Once, basically once she stopped talking, I I expressed to her my thoughts, to which she explained to me, oh, but there's a, there's a program for working adults making a career change. And it was very quick and it was very affordable and my mind was blown. So I may not have fully submitted the next steps to the Lord yet, but at this point I will say that I was catching on a little bit (laughs) and I was like, oh, okay, God, this might be from you. So I'm, I'm, I'm listening. And once again, God made my next step clear, and it was Merrimack. Um, And just to give you a little context, I live in North Andover, and I'm literally one and two-tenths of a mile down the road from Merrimack. So this was also an enormous blessing. And once again, I'm like, send me anywhere. I'm like, where where do you want? Um, And really, it was just right, right, right right in my home. So it was a blessing, once again, to go to school so close to where I live and work. Still working in Andover. Just living uh, just over a mile down the road from school, it was was amazing. But the program, albeit short and relatively inexpensive by today's standards, today's standards was intense. And whoa, did I really rely on God's strength for the next 24 months. Sometimes my prayer for the day would be, Lord, please be my awake today. Truly. (laughs) working full-time plus going to school full-time is not for the faint of heart, but if this is something, if God, whatever God wants you to do, he will give you the strength to do it. He gave me the strength to do it. He, I, I got through it, and not every day was easy, but it was, it was good, and it was right, because it was from him, and the Lord reminded me of his word often. Second Corinthians 12, eight through nine says, my grace is sufficient for you, For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. And he is faithful. And now it's okay that I'm being vulnerable with you because I think that God wants us to be vulnerable, to trust him, and to share these stories to encourage others. We don't have to get it right all the time. In my brain, I always want to get things right the first time. That's so unrealistic. Not only is it unrealistic, it's unexpected. It's really une- we, we use this term a lot in school. That's expected or unexpected behavior. This, that's unexpected thinking from God. Jesus is perfect, so we don't have to be. We rest in him. Okay, let that sink in a little bit. So now I'm graduating. This time, this time... Before even thinking about where I should work, I submitted to God, Lord, show me the way. Where do you want me to go? And he was faithful yet again. I sent out, but again, like moving in faith but being ready to pivot, so I sent out nearly 30 applications to different school districts for teaching assistant jobs, as I was not and still am not yet a licensed teacher by the state of Massachusetts. So I sent out applications everywhere, like close to home, not at all close to home. And the next morning, after applying just the night before, I received a call to come in for an interview that afternoon. Whoa, I was not prepared for this at all. I knew I was going to be asked questions, and I wasn't really, I hadn't talked to anybody about this. I wasn't prepared to give answers, but I went anyway. Um, And do you think it went wonderfully? You're wrong. I wish you were right. Actually, I don't wish you were right, because this is, this is this is actually a great part of my testimony. Are you ready? Okay. I bombed this interview. It was horrible. Like, it was terrible. And it, total flop. I was asked questions that I was completely unprepared for, and I essentially froze. And I literally remember walking back out to my car in the parking lot, and I looked up to heaven, and I went, well, Lord, didn't get that one. And I knew it. And I was... I I was discouraged and I was like, I can't, yeah. Anyway, you go through all the the thoughts and I was so discouraged. So, but God already knew, God knew this. So Deuteronomy 31, eight through nine says, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. God went before. He was already before me in that place. He knew I I wouldn't get the job. That's not even what he had lined up for me. Two weeks later, I interviewed in the district I'd ultimately worked in for four wonderful years. It was not so close to home, not even by a long shot, but God was in the details. After having an awful interview just weeks before, I was able to process the questions that I'd been asked, and I, um, I processed these with both my husband and God, and I had said, okay, well, you know, I could have said this to this particular question. So now I have all these, all these answers in, in my brain. Um, I felt at peace, and I, j- I just let that experience go. That's OK. It wasn't for me. God has something else. So in my interview with Concord Mass, the principal who inter- interviewed me asked me the same exact questions verbatim, verbatim. I am not exaggerating, because I can remember looking up to heaven, and I was like, <laughs> for real? talk about a wonderful counselor, I couldn't have been more prepared. And so as far as I'm concerned, God sent me on a mock interview two weeks before so that I could get the job that he had in mind for me. Don't be afraid to fail. I say that, I preach that to myself and I implore you to not be afraid to fail. It's okay. Failure leads to success and if it's godly success, it's the only success. It's amazing I had four wonderful years in Concord but I was still not licensed to teach this had taken me quite some time to pass the state exams one alone in particular that's giving me a run for my money and then throw in a global pandemic and life comes to a screeching halt for everybody correct in what would be my last school year with Concord I felt discouraged I was an ABA tutor and i supported students who were amazing and especially one boy in particular i supported him for 3 full years 3rd 4th and 5th grade one of those years was the pandemic year and we just established this phenomenal rapport with each other he is the sweetest boy you will ever meet and i really got to know his parents well namely his mom and so i loved i loved him and i loved my kids and i loved my job but i just felt i just felt unsettled like i felt unfinished that you know, that, that God wasn't done with me. But then God God really put it on my heart to just unload it all to him. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, which I affectionately call my birthday verse since my birthday is November 28th, Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And I needed rest mentally and emotionally and spiritually, so I prayed and I poured out my heart to God, and in my prayer, I told God that if this was the particular job that he had for me to do, then I will do it and serve him in this way. I also asked him to give me joy in my service to him, and I meant it. So I, I, I just, I had this vision of what me being a teacher looked like, like in a public school, I was going to be a gen ed teacher it was all just solidified in my brain, and it wasn't working out this way. And once again, God so gently, gently nudging me, saying, Just give it to me. Let's talk about this. And once again, after completely submitting to God, he opened up a door that I never saw coming. The Lord made it abundantly clear that he was opening up a door at the Landmark School on the North Shore. So now we're back. So I talked. I t- twice I talked about not wanting to go out west and not wanting to go, you know, like super far or whatever, the Lord made it abundantly clear that this is where I should be, landmarks on the North Shore. This was my original plan. God, maybe God was saying, not quite yet. But look at what, look where he brought me back. Um so I'd known about landmark only because a friend of mine, Elizabeth Sorantos, had worked there for quite some time. And we we've gotten to know each other greatly at church and, and especially through the worship team. And so we would always have conversations about education in some capacity um and and so that was that was my my connection with with landmark um, and so although I felt unfinished as I mentioned I wasn't thinking of making any moves out of Concord but God said move and when he said move this time he went right now <laughs> because from the time he planted that seed in my heart to the time I got the job it was seven short weeks a huge, huge answer to prayer, and along with this new teaching position, God also answered another one of my prayers, because my master's program is being completely, completely funded by by the school. This is this is something special about about Landmark. They they pay for your degree in moderate to um, moderate uh, disabilities, and it's an enormous answer to prayer. Because I would talk to God about, you know, Lord, I know you want me to go to school for education. I can't see that you want me to go into. Um, Loads of debt, and man did he deliver. God's timing is the best timing. The Lord has also blessed me. I'm going to wrap this up, I promise. The Lord has also blessed me with co-workers who are open to talking about God. And the teacher I'm next door to, we pray together virtually every single day. And I have a cohort teacher who is incredible, and we pray together often. And there's also one other teacher who ironically I replaced her elementary position and she is now at the middle school and we share a campus so we see each other often and we get together and we pray together for each other and for our students and for our school. It is astounding. I am astounded how the Lord has worked in and through me and just the fact that he chose me and I just wanted to bring up that yesterday. So again, right? I pride myself on not being a crier. Okay. Yesterday, twice, I got a confirmation that I was chosen. Um, I'm in a, a sister's text thread group, and Penny, I'm going to call you out. Penny sends us daily scriptures every day, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. And it was, um, you can help me, you can correct me, Penny, maybe First Peter 2.9, or th- I think it's that. But it's, it's about how we're, uh, we're a, a chosen a chosen people. And so I read that, and I took it to heart. And then, um, Pam McSweeney, I'm also going to call you out. I see you. Pam sent me a a super encouraging text yesterday um, saying you are chosen. And I said, that's twice. I'm listening. This isn't a mistake. You have prepared me for this. And I believe that he has prepared hearts to receive. We are a chosen people. He chose us. God is an intentional God. God is a calculating God. What he says and what he does and the plans for us are not arbitrary, they're not random. Um, God is so good. He's so good. So I just feel so blessed and honored to be his daughter. And I'm sure you do too. I submit my whole life to him, and I will do it again and again and again. And I will forget again and again and again. But God is faithful and he will remind me every single time and I guarantee you that he will gently nudge you or sometimes a brick drop sometimes we need that but he will remind you and it will be out of pure love because God in his word says that he rewards those who diligently seek him this is Hebrews eleven six. I will close by saying that submitting to God will only lead to good maybe not easy maybe not quick probably not in the absolute direction that you saw fit, but man, it'll be good and so much better than any of our our, um, finite minds could even fathom. So women, give your whole self to the creator of the universe. You will not regret it. I cannot wait to see what God has in store next, and I feel like God gives me things and I I would hold them like this with clenched fists and now he gives me these things and I say I will take them I will take them but I hold my hands open because if you need to take it back it's yours anyway and you just keep on putting me where you want me to be. Um, So I just hope that this leaves all of you with great expectation for what the Lord will do in your life in and through you because he wants to. He just wants willing hearts. That's it. So just submit to him, ladies, yes? Mm -hmm. Amen.